Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Am I Doing This Right? Uh, the weekly podcast where three guys get together and just chat about a random topic of life and decide if they're doing it right at all or in this week's uh, topic, if it's even possible to do it right. We'll come to that in a moment. Uh, you're joined by myself, Ben, Sam and other Ben as well. Hello. Um, Hello. Hi, guys. We just did. Okay, that's great. Talking over each other. As per usual, as you guessed, we are still doing the distance recording because obviously the global pandemic is continuing. Um, So we hope you're all okay and staying safe. Um, So before we get into this week's topic of discussion, we sort of started a bit of a a recurring opening theme that I'm really into. So I'm going to keep this going. Um, So uh, we're going to talk about what's everyone drinking tonight? So Sam, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a brew dog, uh, a new brew dog beer called Hazy Jane. I've never met Jane and I don't know why she's hazy, but it's a very nice New England IPA. So I'm enjoying it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ben, what about you? I'm uh, enjoying Jack Daniels New Tennessee Apple, which is an apple liqueur from the makers of Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey. You're just having that straight, or are you having that like mixed? Oh no, you've got to have it straight. Why would you want to ruin out of the bottle with it? a straw? <laughs> well, I'm not uh, even ice. bothering with the straw. You know that that that's damaging <laughs> to the environment. Straight out the bottle. True, that's true. Now you can are have you... a plastic straw. Not no, not a plastic straw, a paper <laughs> straw. Fair enough. What are you? Are you? Is it good with ice? I haven't had this yet. I know this is a pretty new drink. It's, it's very nice with ice. Um, it's basically is that how you drink? You're drinking it with ice. Always with ice. Or if if you're lucky to have them, you know you can get those um... soap stones. Soap stones? Do you mean? Like... Yeah, whiskey whiskey soap stones. I've never heard them called. I've heard them called whiskey stones. I've never heard them called soap stones. But... They're, they're whiskey stones, but they're technically called soap stones. Wow, I've never heard them referred as soap stones. So. Learn something yeah. new. Well, well, bringing you, bringing you some knowledge. Well, they are called soapstones. Cool. All right. Well, I'm I'm drinking Adnum South. I'm drinking um, Adnum's Southwold Mosaic Pale Ale. I've not had it before, but it's in a rather fetching baby blue and sort of a fuchsia can that caught my eye when fuchsia. I was drinking a Yeah, it was one of those. Good due that. to the way, due, due to the way that supermarkets are operating, I didn't feel like I could linger. And, uh, you know, like take my time picking beers. I was just passing through and trying to, you know, not be too too sluggish through the shop. So I just the, the first two cans that grabbed my attention, I picked up basically. Uh, but there you go. See, I I did. I, I linger in the shop to choose my beer. I own that aisle. Wow. Nobody. <laughs> that's not true. I, um, I, I did make I did choose some good beers when I went in, but I did stock up. So I bought a uh, four four packs of beer just wow, you, know, you really did up, yeah well I, you know it's it's worth doing i got a um you like this oh what's the one neck oil come on beaver town so i got some beaver yeah town. yeah is that the um is that like the yellow and orange can uh yes and then i got um some elvis juice um some punk ipa and um hazy jane cool so you're yeah. well stop then nice Nice. Yeah, last minute, okay. a couple of days. Well, another quick announcement from us uh, before we get into um, our topic um, is that we are now on Instagram. Uh, so if you're one of Woo! the millions of users, that's right. Go find us over there. Am I, I thought you were going to talk to one of our millions of viewers. No, no, no. If you're one of the estimated 
20 in our recurring audience, according to Anchor, um, then please head on over there ben, and give us a follow. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for coming back. Give us a follow <laughs> because um, it's just going to be a bit of fun. We're probably going to post the odd thing up there um, as we're recording and things like tonight. You're going to get the privilege of seeing the very drinks that we're drinking. So get excited for that. If you are obviously listening to this later, go find that picture. But anyway, all right, let's get on to tonight. So tonight we're going to tackle the topic that's on everyone's mind at the moment, time travel. So uh, we're just going to dive into it and decide where we'd go, who we'd get and what we'd do perhaps. So um, I think there's one thing we need to establish first of all is what time traveling machine are we using? Anyone got any thoughts? Well, yeah, because I think it's interesting because in terms of time traveling, some time travel machines, you just go back a thousand years in the place that you are. Exactly. And at that point, a thousand years ago in Western Supermare is much similar to Western Supermare today, to be mm. honest with you. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, if, if you're up, for, for me, there is one time machine, the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Or, or better known as the Nissan Micra. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, if you want to know that reference, please go back and listen to our first our first cars episode. I think it was episode two, and you'll get that witty remark from Samuel there. I think I'm a TARDIS guy. Yeah, okay. I mean I think that the TARDIS stretches a time machine because it's so much more than that. But okay, you can I that. although I think that a, a DeLorean's not practical. For example, well, you've got to be going 88 miles per hour for like straight away. Like, you know, what if you're on a road that ben you can't that reach 88 miles per hour? Yeah, but he's, I won't say where you're driving to, but he's driving along some, you know, pretty open roads. What if you are, for example, you know, in London, in the middle of traffic? Okay, well, okay. Well, so here's my, my thing. I'm taking um, the Back to the Future to and onwards DeLorean so it can hover and fly. So I can just go up and fly off and easily hit 88 miles an hour in the Or the train. Yes, the train, although I, we don't know much about the train because we saw it for such a short period of time. To be fair, if you're going, we know that it if travels you're going in back time. in time with the train, you're going to be a bit stuffed if there's no rails. I, I know the train it can hover flies. And, That's true. I know, but when, when you first see the train, it arrives on the rails. So let's let's stick to that. If there's no rails, but the you're a bit buggered. <laughs> The DeLorean goes back to the same place. You can't choose where you go. No, but you can move it around. It's better than like so, like the the time machine from the movie, the time machine, just it's like a it's like a stationary object. It goes nowhere. Yeah. Like, I think the DeLorean, you're talking about it's a flying car that runs yeah. on trash now because they've got the Mr. Fusion from the future added onto it. So we're talking about we don't need the one point twenty one gigawatts anymore. We 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 need that, but we need it from trash. It's nice and easy. So you know, you're going to always, you're, no matter where you go, you're always going to have trash. And because you can fly, you're always going to be able to get around relatively easily still. Yes, okay. You probably, I don't know, you, you can't tra- traverse the world in it. Not quickly anyway, but you can get around easily. It's small and compact and you can run it nice and easily. I think it's the, uh, I think it's the perfect time machine. Uh, see, that's where you're wrong. The TARDIS is the perfect time machine. Because the TARDIS really a spaceship it... in general? Yes, but it travels in time, so it is therefore a time-traveling machine. Yeah, and it travels wrong. through space. You can visit different planets. Um, it, changes so you sp- it changes your voice so you speak the language of the people. Mm-hmm. If that's not, you know, building bridges, then I don't know what is, you know? True, but I think, yes, obviously you're talking about a lot of planets and things that you don't know if exist because that's actually, at, you know, 
Who who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Ben, what what? Uh, do you have any uh, a favourite time well, travelling device? We've we've already mentioned the two most popular: the the, the DeLorean and uh, the TARDIS. Yeah. Um, I would probably go old school and go with the time machine at the film The Time Machine. I yeah. Mean, it, it was pretty cool in that it had a cameo in um, ah forgotten forgotten. The Big Bang Theory. That's the one. There we go. This is why you shouldn't that. drink so early in the evening, guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty old school. It looks pretty steampunk, and let's be honest, it, it's pretty cool just to wind a couple of gears back, hit go, uh, wait five minutes, and there you are. You don't need to get up to eighty-eight miles per hour. You don't need to fiddle with a million knobs and visualize oh. your destination. When it comes to the TARDIS, you just sit in it, set your date, and off you go. Yeah, but what you're saying is, you the date you want to go to is that date in pool. You know. So oh, I fine. want to go to, you know, nineteen twelve, but in pool. That's like boring, man. I could go to nineteen twelve in Czechoslovakia. Not that I would, but ah, but I have no need to go to Czechoslovakia. I'm, I'm quite well. You happy don't know. <laughs> what if you go back to nineteen twelve in pool, and they're like, "Oh my goodness, you need to go to Czechoslovakia." You're like, oh, sorry, man, I can't go. My time machine only goes. Well, in time, it doesn't. Sam, that is his choice, though. That's the beauty of this. Well, in that's which case, enough, what I do, I'll I go forward in time and then have it transported to where I want to go and then go back in time again. There you go. <laughs> that it's seems a like a chore. Okay, so Ben, all of your time travel choices are limited to pool and people who have at one time lived in pool. That's absolutely fine by me. <laughs> or you could stick it on a trailer and drive somewhere. Precisely. Okay, so well, Ben, you start. You want me to go first? Yes. I mean, I think one of the first places to go back to, I think, uh, oh gosh, again, assuming that, like we're in, I'm going to just say we're in England and I'm just going to generalize. So I'm not going to, for the first bit, um, I think it would be cool to go back like 400 years ish just to sort of see like knights and stuff. And I was talking. You're talking English Civil War at that point. Yeah. That so be, you've got the, yeah. the Parliamentarians versus the Royalists. Yeah. King Charles I versus uh, Thomas Cromwell. Yeah, because you know one thing I would like to see um, would be cool would be to see things like... Well, so just to confirm to everyone else, we live in Dorset, generally, when Sam's not off in goodness knows where. Um, and... Western Supermare is not goodness knows where, I think you'll find. John Cleese um, comes from here. Okay. So I'd like to see some old things of Dorset, like, in use. So it would be cool to be able to see, like, um, Corfe Castle not blown up and, like, actually a functioning castle. And it would be cool to, like, you probably wouldn't be able to get in, but, like, see Kingston Lacey House, like, operating as, you know, it, it as a private home. So those would be pretty cool things to see, I reckon. Also, I think going back that far um, is enough that you can really just, like, wow people people would think you were a magician with some like you'd pull out like a pack of polos and they would just be like what witchcraft nah butterfly effect man you can't be can't be changing things or introducing things for the sake of this conversation we're gonna say that somehow we have zero effect on the timeline because otherwise there's just no point that's cheating i think but okay i'll go with that because well i'll tell you what when you invent a time machine that works you can then invent the rules for how we use it okay okay so an initial question mm-hmm. you can take somebody back in time with you who do you take back in time with you i take someone with me um yeah 
probably just a mate like my 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 friend dave one of you guys like there's no one to take back that's going to bring any value to it so you're just looking for a good travel companion i think i and i this is quite a serious one but either because people who deny things that have happened in history irritate me right so people who don't believe the moon landing happened i find that quite irritating so I would take somebody back in time and to, to the, the NASA moon. control room <laughs> yeah. so they could witness what was actually happening. Well, granted, so, you're, uh, you're, put them on the you're in the TARDIS. You could just go to the moon. That is true. That, could, is, that is true. And then at that point, you could prove to everybody... The TARDIS is quite big. You can prove that the world is a, a, you know, a globe rather than yeah. flat. So I think I just generally... as To take people back is a point-proving exercise to show people that do not believe things in history have happened, that they have happened. That's my, if I was going to take someone back with me. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. But do you have a preferred, like where, I mean, there's lots of places I'd want to go to, but that was my first thought, just like, especially being where we are, um, Paul and Dorset in the UK, be kind of a cool time to go, go back to. So, um, so Ben, where, where would you go back to time wise? Ah, time-wise, in which case I would probably go back maybe to the early early 1900s. Um, I'm a bit of a steam buff. I keep saying that had I been born 100 years ago, then I would be quite at home working on the railways. So I would like to do that <laughs> if I had the opportunity. Fair. I get that. I get that. Yeah. My, my, my one is a little bit boring, I guess. But I have two sporting ones. Oh, here we go. Um, yes, yeah, so go get the book that has all of the results from the future, and then go place <laughs> a load of bets in the past, isn't it? No, because that is totally immoral. Um, but and hang actually, on. you do not want a big like casino called Sam's and some goons. Not no. really. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm not really a gambling person, though. To be fair. Okay. Um, I think so. These are quite boring, but. Um, the moment that so if anyone here is a Tottenham Hotspur fan, which I don't imagine any nope. of our listeners are, nope. the moment in the Champions League semi-final where Lucas Moura capped off his hat trick in the final kick of the game, ninety-sixth minute, um, to to take them through to the Champions League final, that was one of one moment particularly in my life that sporting moment that I'm like, oh my goodness, um, and the second one is is the 2018 World Cup, the moment that Kieran Trippier scored that epic free kick in the first five minutes of the of the World Cup semi-final. Those two sporting moments particularly are ones that I would want to be in the stadium for because they were epic moments. Okay, okay. Well, listen, I want to just say to the one listener still with us after that little tangent, thanks for sticking with us. Um, for the ones that dropped wow. out, I can apologize. Thanks, lads. But... <laughs> no well i would say of you know you could travel anywhere in time anywhere and you're all. choosing 2018 you're 2018 yeah but well. i've got a tardis i've got Mate, a tardis it's like a... no there's a difference to be in the stadium you know but i can't stood go... on the touchline i can't go back to corf castle because it's blown up okay um ben can't yes all right ben can drive a steam engine but ultimately he cannot you know partake in you know a thriving steam train industry because it doesn't exist anymore 
you can sort of relive something that you did live through two years ago. Granted, not at the not at the stadium. You can just bang on YouTube though. You've See, got, that's the got... thing. It's it's the stadium experience. Mm. Okay, but uh, it, right, so yeah. If, well, I think there are bigger things than for, than sports for that though. For example, like if you're talking modern history and going back to have lived through something that is big now, I'd say going back and and being at Live Aid. I think that oh, interesting. Been, that would have okay. been amazing. Would you reckon? Yeah, I get that. I I I guess I guess a similar like historic moment. I think maybe being there on VE Day in London when the Second yeah. World War ended, the celebrations in the street and the street parties and that kind of thing. I think that would have been incredible to be there for. That was well, yeah. quite a good one. Yeah, I think that would have been really really amazing. Yeah, because that's sort of stuff that my nan talked about. My nan lived through World War Two and her house was bombed and king george visited the rubble of their house like she was because she lived hey, in bristol i could go and hang out with your nan <laughs> she would have been like six but you can that would be a bit weird okay i could go and hang out with your nan's parents yeah yeah go hang out with the whole whereabouts family. in bristol i um, i don't really know the like, street to be honest with you okay. um it was bombed so it's probably not there anymore oh. but um, oh, fair enough I'll let you know. I'll let you know on that one. Okay. Oh, well, there's some interesting thoughts on it. Um, now, how is there like somewhere really far back you would go? Like, how how if we're talking about going back in time, dinosaurs? Would, would you go back dinosaurs? Or would I'd, you go back? I'd have to second you on the dinosaurs. Would you there? go back to really years really cool. and like you know interact with Jesus? Would you? I want to ride a stegosaurus. Oh yeah, I probably should have said Jesus. <laughs> Now I want to ride a Stegosaurus. I could, on my way back, on my way back, I could visit Jesus. But you rock up with the dinosaur in the yes. passenger seat of your yes. Whatever. Speaking of Easter, can you imagine Palm Sunday? Jesus rides into Jerusalem on a Stegosaurus rather than a donkey. Yeah, I mean, it'd be, it would make the Bible a very different sort of book. I feel if that was the case. it would make Palm Sunday crafts infinitely more interesting. Yeah, you 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 know you would never really think you were going to have a. Easter Jurassic Park crossover, but maybe. Hey, possible. that's yeah. They could do. They could do Jurassic Park Five on that. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park Five has already been out. What are you on about? Oh no! Yeah, no, it's Jurassic Park Six, Six. isn't it? Man, get with the program. Jeez. <laughs> could they do? They could do a Jurassic Park TV series. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs through history, and then like inputting a dinosaur into a historical situation. So you've got, yeah. you know. Um, for example, the horse of Troy could be a, a um, uh, st- uh, like a what's the one with the long neck? Diplodocus. Diplodocus. A diplodocus. That would be epic. Yeah. Um, what else could the you have? Giants. You could have the charge of the light brigade on um, triceratops rather than on horses. Oh no, Velociraptor. That would make it very Velociraptor. Well, no, Velociraptors in real life were like chickens. They were still quite vicious chickens. You could have the Battle of Britain fought with pterodactyls. Mate, I think we've got an, a really great idea for a TV show here. Yeah. Is anyone yeah, here I mean, good at video editing? Well, I mean... I can, <laughs> I'm afraid not, no. I can edit uh, myself opening a box of beer. It's about if, if, anyone, if anyone in the audience has particularly good CGI creating skills and thinks they could confidently put a dinosaur into a Palm Sunday scene, get in contact with us. Uh, us am I doing this right? Yes, it is. Podcast, am I doing this right at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram 
am I doing this right? Yeah. Um, because I would like to um, produce this TV show with you. Lovely stuff. Lovely Done. Stuff. What a tangent. That's one that I think that's my favourite tangent so far. That's a good, that was, that was, that was quite a ride. But going back, so would you go back to the dinosaurs then? Absolutely, yeah. Ben? I'd certainly go back to the dinosaurs just to see what they they were like. Preferably not stick around long enough to get eaten. Yeah, so nah, because the TARDIS could just fly around. But this and again, and this is also where the DeLorean is handy. You can obviously come in high in the air, just fly in. You can do a flyover, yeah. scope it out, pop open the gold wing doors. Thank goodness you've got those. Obviously, boop, there you go. <laughs> gold wing doors. I love them. They are cool. Lean out, just scope it out, and then you can decide: Am I going to land? Am I not going to land? You can check it out. I think now. See, also, now I, I don't have that option with my time machine. Yeah. I get there if I'm too late and can't switch those dials back on time. I'm I'm mincemeat. You're toast. <laughs> Just imagine that though, right? You've been killed by a dinosaur, and then the dinosaur inevitably works out how to use your time machine. It might be by chance, but you know, then a triceratops arrives back in modern day pool in your time machine. That's exciting. And I feel like it would be like the start of some 80s like comedy film where he comes out and he's like, and high fiving people and stuff. And it's like the adventure or in pool. The adventures of the time traveling triceratops. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's another TV show. No, no, actually, that's not. That sounds like the premise for an 80s B movie. Like, you know, lower than Spielberg, you know. We we are starting a TV and movie dynasty here. Dinosaur T. No, that I didn't merge those two <laughs> words well enough. Then Move, moving swiftly on. Okay, so so I, I think I go back. I think I definitely want to go back to earlier times. Like I, I think I think we'd all agree. Yeah, going back to see Jesus would be cool. Seeing the dinosaurs yeah. also cool. Um, I think it would be um, cool to. I mean, there, there's there's lots of times in history that'd be good. But what about? Would you dare to? Let's assuming that we could. Would you dare to go forwards? Oh, um, I think I would go f- forwards to the end of this lockdown so I could sit in a beer garden and drink a beer in the sun with my friends. Fair enough. OK, OK. Again, great use of the tech there. So your first option was to go back to a football match from two years ago and now you're going to a beer in, uh, in a couple of months time. So I'm so Mate, glad you've got having been in lockdown, time. having been in lockdown for almost a month, my standards are low. See, there you go. All right. Well, fair. I think for me, I think I would, I would be brave. I would be brave enough to go forward, but I think I have to go really far forward to not. How be... far forward are you talking? Maybe like two hundred years. Well, that's so not far, that far in the grand scheme. Far of things. enough forward that like you're not in the same lifetime, so you're not going to okay. come across anyone you knew. You know. Okay. So, so we're we're assuming by this point that Starfleet has been established and um the SSS USS Enterprise we're we're gonna be the captain of the USS Enterprise by this point. Well or or about... or descendant of Clark is gonna be the Who captain knows? of the USS Enterprise. Who knows? Maybe. And then it you'll be the great 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 grandfather of maybe not that many greats, of Captain Um Jamiroquai Clark. Um, Jamiroquai. I imagine that'll be a common name by then. You know, Jamiroquai. Well, it's it's like, a pretty. It'll be like classical music to them, so they'll be like. Yeah, yeah. You'll get people who really are called Jamiroquai, Elvis, Muse. Um, Muse. There'll be somebody called Muse. There'll be someone called Limp Biscuit. 
<laughs> Limp Bizkit, um, Re- uh, Radiohead, all of the names. I like um, how all future names. Nickelback. There'll be a Nickelback Voil 200 years in the future. Oh, That's what my great, 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 great grandchildren call Nickelback Voil. Nickelback and um, I'm trying to think of another and 21 Pilots Voil. Those will be the your two favourite bands. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Nickelback and 21 Pilots. That's what I listen to all the time. Yeah, everyone loves that uh, opening WWE Raw live music that Nickelback did. That's some quality <laughs> stuff right there. Yeah. Okay, so, all right. So we've sort of established you know, we'd be happy to travel around somewhat. Um, oh, Ben, we didn't ask you, Ben. What? Where would you? Where would you go forwards to? Do you have anywhere time-wise that you'd like well, to jump ahead to? And what would you hope to see? I haven't see? got anything specific. Uh, if anything, I'm a bit worried about what the human race would become yeah. if we're lizards. Around. Lizards. True. Uh, we might evolve into very, dinosaurs. Very cheesy. This this is the one recommendation I've had. But go to the year three thousand. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, apparently not cool. much has changed, but they're just living underwater. Oh dear! But I've heard that your great 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 granddaughter is very fine. Pretty so. fine, yeah. <laughs> and you know where they went there in in a flipping DeLorean? They, they did go in the DeLorean with a flux yeah. capacitor. So yeah. who's going to the year three thousand? This guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> um, okay, here's a question for you. Okay. Um, no, I've forgotten the question. All right, well, hang on. I've got one. So if you could go back uh, and bring someone forward... Okay, that's similar to my go, question. Do who, that and then we'll come who back. Who would you want to go back and get? It could be anyone. So it could be just someone from your past or it could be someone historical. I have a good answer for this. Okay. This is a, this is a bit of a serious one. Oh, okay. I would go back and as much as slavery isn't solved... I would go back and I would pick up William Wilberforce. William Wilberforce is a massive like historical hero of mine. And I would yeah. bring him back yeah. so he could see what the impact of his campaign in the 1800s has had on society now and how there's so much going on now to continue the fight against slavery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like in a similar vein to how Doctor Who brought Vincent van Gogh to the Louvre to show what the impact of his art has had on people. Okay, okay, that's a cool one. So I have one in a similar vein to that, and I think there's. I'm going to then follow this up with a second. Once Ben's had his one on this, a similar question, which we'll come back to. So I, I would bring forward Walt Disney because I'm a big fan of his, and I think he's a really creative guy, really interesting guy, and I think it'd be really cool to see him, uh, see what became of his company. Obviously, it was it was big when he when he died, but now it's like pretty much if not the top one of the top media powerhouses in the world i was watching a thing earlier and it said that like the sun never sets on an operating disney theme park other than right now when they're all closed because of the covid19 pandemic but other than that literally there's a park in operation at all times around the world they obviously own so much now abc you know pixar um espn Marvel, uh, Lucasfilm, Marvel. Marvel, like, you know, they've branched out so far. And then even the quality of like what he was really into, the theme park stuff for him to see things like Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge and just see what became of it. I would say I think he should be shown Phineas and Ferb. And so he can fully appreciate 
the genius of what it is. You know, I feel like he would be proud. I'm sure he'd love it. I'm sure he'd love yeah, it. Yeah, he would but be what proud I do of think He was first. obviously very, very big on like ride technology and like making things immersive. So for him to see that side of things and see how amazing technology has made ride immersion, I think it would be cool. It's kind of a similar vein. I think ultimately it'd be cool to bring someone back and see what's become of what they've done, whether that's a political thing, you know, a moral thing or a business thing. That's, but you know. Well, I was going to say this similar, but I was going to say, is there anyone you would go back to spend the day with? Doesn't really matter who, where you. So not bring back. them forward, but actually yeah, to so go and who, spend who the day in their environment. Um, to be fair, any one of the major engineering gurus behind the railways, like Isambard, Kingdom Brunel, uh, George Stevenson, it it would be amazing to meet them because they they more or less created what we know today. The steam engine was the precursor to the motor car, um, and and all sorts. So to see them in their environment uh, creating what we take for granted today would be amazing. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. They were some pretty smart dudes. I'll give you that. I don't know who I'd want to hang out with. Um... I think probably someone musical or something like just for the you know maybe yeah. like hang out with the Beatles for the day, kind of hang out with. Them. I, yeah. Well, I was I was gonna say very similarly along those lines. I would want to spend a day in the studio with a band like Queen just to see you know the way mm. they produced songs like Queen or the Beatles, you know Led Zeppelin, or even more recently like an art- artist like Amy Winehouse. Yeah, you know, just the, the incredible musical talent, and just spend a day in the studio with them. Maybe yeah. just offer my service on the drums, you know, and just you know. <laughs> and there's that. Like, yeah, we're, we're all right, mate. Thank you. I'll be like, all right. Wow, that's hurtful. <laughs> well, just, I, I, I would be the. First, I, you're a good drummer. I'm not a bad drummer either, but I would not waltz into like Queen and be like, lads, do you want me to just jump in on this one? You know, well, no, you'd have to set it up, wouldn't you? You'd have to go a bit further back and establish yourself as a world-class drummer. Oh, okay. Um, set yourself up as a session musician so you could then travel forward. So I could be like, turn up to Amy Winehouse or someone like that and be like, you know, I'm big time. Let me on those yeah. drums. I mean, that does sound like a lot of work. But yeah, okay. That's, well, that's an interesting idea. That is definitely... I think I think we've got some good ideas on if and when time travel becomes available, what we're all going to do. I well, I've got, I've got my big business idea for the next 40 years, producing a TV show of dinosaurs through history. Yes. I think it's going to be epic. I'm yet to decide whether it's going to be like a fictional-based TV show, whether it's going to be like a documentary mm. of like dinosaurs. You well, know. E- either way, I'm excited to see it. Because you could do like you a mix between you know, a, a, a David Attenborough um, nature documentary and a Dan Snow history or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, a history documentary mixing the two and you can say like in a David Attenborough's and here we see a triceratops um, and it could be in like a situation like you know the, in it could be Walt Disney as a triceratops yeah the possibilities are endless definitely yeah. okay well well to spring this on you Sam as we wrap things up have you got a Macca's moment for us <laughs> I've actually Googled it um, right. as we've been talking. So I've got two that I thought were particularly <laughs> interesting. Um, apparently, if you live in the United States of America, you are never more than 115 miles away from a McDonald's. Oh, wow. And this one, I don't know if this one's true. Um, 
but apparently near Buckingham Palace, the Queen of England owns a McDonald's restaurant. I have a feeling I've heard that. So I now I imagine it's the estate of the Queen. I don't imagine the Queen is like in the back office, you know. Well, it's in the same way that like Prince Charles owns a B and Q. No way. Well, he does in the sense that because the Duchy of Cornwall own as an organisation, they own a retail park somewhere in the country. That's excellent. I like yeah. that. So there you go. So the, 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 the royals have got many fingers in many pies. Hmm, yeah. That's cool. For sure. All right. Or well, many fingers in many burgers. And many burgers and many cement mixers and other useful trade equipment. In burgers the... and cement mixers. Yeah. The trade of the royals. <laughs> You could have just said apple pies, but yeah, we're well yeah, with it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, listen, thanks so much for joining us this week while we went down this slightly bizarre rabbit hole of time travel. Before you uh, all go, um, oh, here we go, our listeners, if you do want to send us your suggestion of where a dinosaur could be in history, we might be able to produce our first season of show ideas by next, next week's episode. So do send in your suggestions. <laughs> And I mean that seriously, of where a dinosaur would be fun to see in history. You're on your own on that one, but I'll, I'll be the first to see it. All right. Well, as I say, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Uh, stay safe, wash your hands, and see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.